Working from home can be a blessing and a curse. It's a lot harder than most people think because you have to be disciplined, which let's be honest, sometimes that can be hard. Sometimes it's hard to switch off work mode as well because you are in the same place all day long. Not to mention it's easy to procrastinate and find something else to do instead of what you need to be doing. So how can you be more productive working from home, stay focused, and get work done more efficiently? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today in episode 26. So I want you to close that pretty calendar, pour a glass of your favorite drink or get another cup of coffee, and just listen to me for the next 15 minutes to find out. But make sure you have a pen and paper handy so that you can take some notes. So let's dive in. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I wanna help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths, and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine and let's dive in. Whether you're new to the work from home thing or you've been working at home for years, I'm sure you will agree with me that sometimes it's hard to be productive. And when you work from home, there are so many more distractions that you have to deal with, especially now because when this episode goes live, some kids are still home from summer break. Some kids are going back to school. But for many of you moms, your kids will still be doing long distance learning or learning online when the school year starts, which means they will still be at home with you. And let's be honest, whether you're your own boss, if you have a day job and you're building your business on the side, either way, no one is watching every move that you make. They're not monitoring your progress and no one definitely is telling you that you need to get back to work. So you really have to push yourself even harder to be productive because it's very easy to lose track of time. And we know that when you lose time, that's the one thing that you cannot get back. Now, I've been working at home for several years now, but when I first started working from home, it was really hard for me to be productive. So today I'm going to share three things that I had to do that really helped me to take control of my time so that I could be more productive while working from home. So make sure you grab a piece of paper so you can take some notes because I really want you to implement at least one of these tips to help you really take control of your day as well. So let's dive in. Tip number one, you need to time block your schedule. Stop winging it. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or if you follow me on social media, you know I am a huge fan of time blocking your schedule. It's a way to plan your day to complete specific tasks. And more importantly, it helps you train yourself to be more productive by doing less. So if you want to try this out for yourself and you need some tips, make sure you go back to listen to episode four, because I walk you through a simple process to help you get started. But the heart of the matter is you have to put some boundaries around your schedule to get things done. Here are four. Pick a time that you will get out of bed and start your day consistently and be realistic about it. If you're not a morning person, 
Don't say you're going to get up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock a.m. in the morning because you're just lying to yourself. So be real. Pick a reasonable time that works for your lifestyle. Implement a morning routine. This really helps you get in a great mindset or great space to be more productive throughout the day. And if you need some help to create a flexible morning routine, go back and listen to episode 23. And there's a bonus freebie for that episode, but you have to go back and check it out to see what that is so that it can help you create a flexible morning routine that works for you. Three, you need to select a start and a stop time for your workday. If you worked outside of the office, you will have set working hours. So you need to do the same, even though you're working from home. And this one is really important. Number four, you need to pick a time that you will go to bed. The day that your whole day ends really is the end point, which helps you to prepare for the next day so that you can get enough rest to be productive. So definitely make sure that you pick out those four things and implement them in your time blocking. Now, knowing what your priorities are for the day before you even sit down is very important. Because if you do not have a plan, you will sit down at your desk and you will waste hours either scrolling through posts on social media or doing things that just don't move the needle forward in your business. But if you have set two to three priorities, one for the week, and then you assign specific tasks to each day to achieve those priorities in advance, you can hit the ground running once your day begins. Knowing what you need to focus on saves you a ton of time. But here's a word of caution. Don't get too focused on what you have to do. Meaning you can't bury your head or put it down into your work and just work, work, work and forget about everything else. Which leads to tip number two. You need to take breaks throughout the day and you need to put them in your schedule. You are the heart and soul of your business. So without breaks, which by the way, is a form of self-care, you're not going to be at the top of your game. Now it's different if you're plowing through the day without breaks because you have a deadline that you need to meet. But what I find is when you're working at home, it's easy to slip into the habit of working through meals, which you know, food fuels your body. And we tend to not get up and just stretch and move around, which is totally bad for your health. Now, I myself was famous for doing this. I would have my morning cup of coffee, of course, but I wouldn't eat anything. I would skip breakfast. I would work through lunch. And then I'd wonder why mid-afternoon I had a headache. It's because I hadn't taken the breaks. So why do we do this? Well, there are a few reasons why this happens. It could be because you haven't planned your day. So you end up jumping from task to task as things come up So time gets away from you. Now, when it comes to eating meals, I know that I will skip them if I haven't prepared in advance. So I highly recommend you do meal planning and meal prepping on the weekends so you don't have to stress about what you're going to eat. I found that at least planning my meals out for the week has made this so much easier. And bonus, I eat a lot healthier because I have good things to eat on hand and they're ready to go. So what I do is I plan my meals for the family out on Saturday in Trello so that I can then go grocery shopping on Sunday. Now, when it comes to meal prepping, one thing I found that's very helpful is keeping ingredients prepared and on hand to make salads very quickly. 
So I have a bowl that always has the base of the salad ready. And then I keep protein on hand so that I can pick whatever I want to put in my salad. Just throw on some dressing and voila, I have a meal. Other thing I do is when I cook dinner, I make sure that I cook enough that not only do we have dinner, but all three of us can at least get one lunch out of that meal. The point you need to prepare in advance so you don't have to think about what you're going to eat when it's time for you to eat. Otherwise, you just end up skipping meals, especially lunch, because you don't want to spend extra time thinking about what you're going to eat and making it. So what you can do when you're creating your schedule is actually arrange your day so that you can enjoy regular breaks. So make sure that you leave some space for your daily breaks. That will be to eat some breakfast, to eat some lunch, and maybe even throw in a break for you to take a little walk in the afternoon just to get yourself moving. Also make sure that you allow for weekly breaks. One, I work Monday through Friday. The weekends are free. I also unplug from social media. Keep that in mind, put that in your schedule. Then monthly breaks. Do you have periods where you need to go out of time? Put those on your schedule and definitely include yearly breaks, which are your vacations. The best advice that I can give you as well for taking breaks is to alternate how much time you take a break for. For instance, I break my time blocks in my schedule down into two hour increments. So basically every one and a half to two hours, I take a 10 to 15 minute break and every four hours, I take a 30 minute break, except for lunch, sometimes I may take an hour. Now, this doesn't mean that I sit in my chair for two hours. I actually make it a habit to get up every hour and just move around or stretch for a minute or two. Great thing is my Apple Watch reminds me to get up and stand for a minute because I've been sitting too long. Now, if you're wondering why I say 10 minute or 30 minute breaks, It's because five minute breaks aren't enough. It's not enough time for your brain to really reset itself. And then if you break too long, you start to get too relaxed and then it's hard to get your brain to re-engage. So in essence, a long break costs you more time and productivity and it really didn't help you at all. So this is an area that you're gonna have to play with and see what works for you. The point is you need to make sure that this is reflected in your schedule so that you can physically see it. And if there's a certain time of day that you find that your energy level drops, then make sure you plan a break around that time. I know for me, this usually happens around 2.30 or three o'clock. So that's when I go for my afternoon coffee. I usually also, if I'm hungry, will get a light snack, which comes out to be about a 10 minute break. The point is do what works for you. Now you may be thinking, oh, this sounds great, but I don't know that I'll remember to do this. So what you can do to create the habit is set an alarm on your phone for your specific break times that you wanna take. Now, I know that's what I had to do to create the habit. I had an alarm set to take lunch at the same time every day. And then after a while, my body was trained. So now I have an internal alarm that lets me know, hey girl, it's time for you to go get something to eat. And here's the last tip. You need to create some sexy systems in your business. Systems reduce mistakes. They save you time 
and most importantly, they protect your sanity. And when you have systems set up for recurring tasks in your business, you never have to waste time wondering how you should begin working on a task or the steps that you need to take to get it done. And if you're wondering why I call them sexy systems, because this term is new to you, it's because you're going to feel pretty sexy when those processes are automated and they free up time in your schedule so you can focus on growing your business, knowing you've got a strong foundation in place, things are taking place without you having to do them, and most importantly, you can enjoy time with your family and friends. The best part about creating systems is that you can create them one at a time based on your 90-day goals, and you can create them as simple checklists. So if you need some help to get started with this, then make sure you check out episode 13 because I share a four-step process that you can use to create your systems as a checklist. And then in episode 24, I share 15 processes that you need to get in place in your business to boost your productivity. And they help make up the six major systems that your business needs. Now, I know this may be easier to do for some than others. So if technology is totally not your friend and processes are not your thing, don't worry, I understand that, but it's my jam. So let me help you with this. This is exactly what my 30 minute system strategy sessions are for. We work through one process together and identify the tools that you can use to automate some of the steps. You leave that call with an action plan that you can implement easily to get that one process in place. And I'm offering a special discount for you just for listening to my podcast. When you book your strategy session, use the coupon code SAVVYLISTENER, that's S-A-V-V-Y, listener, one word, to save $10 off the regular price, which is $67. So you get that session for $57. So that's all I have for today. Now, I hope you enjoyed this and perhaps found these tips to be helpful. So let me review them to make sure you got them. One, time block your schedule and assign two to three priorities to each week. Assign specific tasks to your time blocks so that you can get more done by doing less. Tip two, take breaks throughout the day to give your brain a chance to rest and reset. And then you can tackle tasks that you have on your plate for the day. And number three, create some sexy systems which will save you time and energy because things will get done automatically while you focus on other tasks. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. And you can find the links to the episodes that I mentioned in the show notes. Now, if you enjoyed listening to this episode or any of the tips really resonated with you, please let me know. Take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories and tag me at the more than capable mompreneur. Now, if you really want to get into meal planning, make sure you tune in next week because I'm going to be sharing my meal planning process that I do using Trello. I'm going to give you the nitty gritty. So that is all I have for you today. So until next time, keep calm and streamline. <laughs>